Hi guys, my name is Macy Mincy. I'm a wife, a mother, a serial entrepreneur, passionate about investing and working with women and people of color, and your host on the Only Moms podcast. After co-founding a winery and creating our first brand, Mom Juice, our community of badass, witty moms wanted a place to get real. We want to keep things exciting and fresh. The Only Moms podcast will be dropping different types of shows, co-hosted episodes, specialty interviews, and even roundtable discussions. Let's break down the complexities of motherhood and share a glass of wine while doing it. Cheers. Hello, Only Moms gang. Today we have a special guest, Ellie. She is, oh my gosh, you're just such an inspiration. What a powerhouse. Actually, she is a business and strategy coach and the founder and CEO of Ellie Talks Money and Elevated Academy. She took her $1,200 stimulus check to start a business that she turned into a multi-million dollar company in less than one year before turning 30. She's built a community of over half a million people and helped her students secure over $7 million in business funding. You've been recognized by some of the most incredible magazines and whatnot. You may have seen her in Fortune Magazine, Entrepreneur, Newsweek, Fox Business, Business Insider, Next Advisor, Bloomberg Inc., um, just to name a few, right? Just a few. I know, just casual, <laughs> a casual drop. How are you, Ellie? I am doing so good, Macy. I'm so excited to be here. Well, we're pumped. Today is a little bit different. Our guests typically here, um, they're trying our wine yeah. and giving a, a nice little review of what they think of mom juice. But I think it's the perfect time to disclose to our audience that we have opened up a crowdfunding campaign for KT Winery. Yay! Amazing. Like, and, so excited. Oh, we're very excited. What's cool about this episode is Ellie is actually one of our investors, our notable investor here. And if you don't know this about Ellie, she does not drink alcohol. I don't. I am a non-alcoholic girly. I know. <laughs> Let's talk about what we're sipping on. We're not going to name any names because we are testing out different non-alcoholic beverages yes. because we are going to make a mom juice NA to support all of the transitions of motherhood and yeah. all of our non-alcoholic girlies. So that. you're sipping a sparkling rosé. Yeah. Take a sip. Let's see what we think. In our mug, you know. I know. We're, we're oh. drinking out of a mug. It's it's so, it's light. I feel like it's light. I love the bubble. I'm so mm -hmm. surprised this doesn't have alcohol. Like, you know what I mean? It's right it's giving me the little um, tannin shock in the back as if mm -hmm. you're eating something sour, which is what you actually get when you have an alcoholic beverage. Yeah. So it's it's creating that, you know. That thought. <laughs> right. I'm like, are you are sure? Are you sure? We need to check the bottle. <laughs> but it's really good. I can taste the the grape mm -hmm. or, you know, um, it's definitely a little sour, but not in a bad way. Yeah. You know, I feel like this would go really well with like a lunch. You know, like a day mm -hmm. drink. A brunch. A brunch. Ooh. A perfect brunch, like compliment. You know, chicken and waffles, yep. whatever. Yep. A little, and some N.A. A, a little rosé. <laughs> what do you N. think? I actually really like it. This might be my favorite non-alcoholic rosé that I've tried so far. And I've been on a non-alcoholic journey with my pregnancy. Yeah. So I'm loving this one. Okay. Wine. Mm -hmm. And like the funny thing is, I didn't know that this existed. 
Like I knew that there were non-alcoholic drinks, but I thought it was like sparkling cider, you know, like apple cider, right. Martinelli's. What you get the kids on New Year's Eve. You know, I'm yeah. like, yeah, okay, this is what we're doing. So I did not know that they had like an elevated non-alcoholic rosé. I'm so mm -hmm. excited. Well, for your community, for them to understand your involvement and what's going to go on, you are going to be fully embedded in the product building aspect yes. of our non-alcoholic beverage and so I'm sending Ellie home with three other bottles yes. to try and she's like I feel so fancy I really do because you know I'm always like the the girlies get to have their wine glasses yep. and now I get to too and be like super cute and it's still non-alcoholic so mm -hmm. that's a vibe like you need to be able to relax whether it's with wine or non-alcoholic wine I think that's what's so important yes you know and I still want to be invited to wine night even if I'm not drinking exactly you know <laughs> Like, you know, when they have those sipping paints, yes. I'm like, I'm like, go. I'm trying to sip and paint yeah. both, you know? So this could be like the start of sipping paints with non-alcoholic options, yes. like wine tastings with non-alcoholic yeah. things. Like, you know, there's a huge culture. And I think there's a lot of women who, like you mm -hmm. said, depending on what phase of life you're in, you might not be in a wine season. Right. You still want to do like cute wine things. Exactly. No. And that market has um, had seen just crazy growth over the last three years. It's, it's very new, yeah. but you're finding non-alcoholic menus, full menus at a yes. lot of bars and restaurants now. It's so true. I think I saw online that like there's a company that opened an entire bar yeah. of like non-alcoholic drinks, yep. like the whole thing. Mm -hmm. In and it's New doing York. so well. Yeah. Yep. Okay. I didn't make that up. And so. you're about to head there. You're going to have to check them out. I know. I love I'm it. I'm actually really excited. Well, welcome to our podcast. Yes. I think this is going to be a really interesting interview because when you look at everything that is Ellie online, we get the bossy, educate us, please, yes. right, Ellie. And I, I love the elevation. I love who you are online. But I want to know Ellie as a mother. I know. I want to know Ellie as a wife. You know, Girl. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I know the life behind the business, exactly. the, the other Ellie, the other Ellie. So you just recently got married. I did. You I did. did in Where December. was the wedding? So we had our wedding in Senegal, West Africa. It okay. Was international. It was so fun. It was so fun. This is my second marriage. So Same. the first time I didn't get to do really anything. I didn't have a white wedding. Mm -hmm. I didn't do anything. I was so young. I was like 19, 20. Yeah. I didn't know how to advocate for myself. And I was like, oh, let's just Let's just do it. Right. Love yeah. you. You, <laughs> yeah. know? <laughs> you know, let's just do it. So this was so special because my family got to be there, my kids. Yeah. Um, you know, he's also Senegalese. So his side of the family got to be there. And it was just like a big culmination. And it's his second marriage as well. Okay. Yeah. Perfect. So, that so you're both in the, you, this is the real marriage. This is, yeah. <laughs> Thank you. Exactly. This First is the one was one. trial and error, girl. Yeah, girl, listen, <laughs> we had to get the kinks out. Yep. All right, now it's like, no, this is the real one. We both know what we want. Yeah. You know, I think that's really good. Sometimes you have to kind of fail, right, in order mm -hmm. to get better. Yeah. Yeah. I think it's interesting. You did recently just post something that said, you know, you also have bad days. Yeah. Right. And I watched it and what it resonates with me because I don't have, you know, I'm super entrepreneur, but I don't have this crazy following on Instagram and where everyone is having a great day and everyone's a millionaire. I know. Um, and so I'm like, it's just such a, it's not reality. It's um, not. And so I love that you posted that. And I want to talk what, what did some of the bad days look like for Ellie after your divorce? Oh, girl. I mean, 
I think the hardest part about it is having kids, you know? Yeah. So when I got divorced, my my oldest was maybe four. Okay. Um, and then my middle was around three. And then the twins were like babies. They were six mm-hmm. months old. So I think the hardest part in, you know, those dark days were really just the change. Like you, you had this identity as a wife. I had a great job. We were living in this amazing house in Texas and then it's all gone. Mm -hmm. Like it's all stripped away from you and you don't, I feel like I lost my sense of self. I'm like, who am I now? You know, am I the single mother? Like, is this what Mm -hmm. I'm going to be forever? Am I going to be unemployed? You know? And so I think that that was definitely one of those bad days and yeah. those stayed for a while, you know, social media, we only show what we want people to see, but I always like to be transparent with my audience and let them know, like I changed my life in a short period of time, but I need y'all to know it was not easy. Oh yeah. No, like there, no part of it was easy. And when I felt like I lost that identity, what start, what caused me to really start my business, I wanted to create a new version of me I wanted to create a new Ellie and you're allowed to and I'm allowed to Mm -hmm. you're you should transform yourself as many times as it takes to get to the version that you really like yes you know yeah and whatever's not in alignment like let it go go. let it go now I know that so you mentioned that in the first marriage you lived in Texas and now you're living in California so does that mean the kids travel Girl. Oh, no. 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 Okay. No, no. I mean, you know, I think that's also one of the hard days, right? So my parents divorced, but I'm like best friends with my dad. You know, we talk every single day. Like I knew my parents divorced, but I never felt it because they always did a great job of making sure that we were close. Mm -hmm. Um, And so I thought with my divorce that, you know, even though we weren't together, I envisioned that he would still be an active part of, yes, you know, my, ch- my child's life because that's what my dad was. And it was just, it hasn't been like that Wow, at all, you know? And I think that's been another hard part is because I really am doing it by myself. Yes. You know, I mean, I have my mom and now I have a nanny and now of course I'm remarried, but when it come when it was at that beginning phase, it was really just me. And so I think that was a challenge because you think that, someone will become who you need them to be mm-hmm. based on what this next life change is looking like. Mm-hmm. But you find that, no, some people are not going to step up to the plate and it's up to you to make it happen. And I think yeah. that's why moms really are super, just superheroes, yep. right? Especially when you're doing it as a single mother, because sometimes it's just you. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, it's been a big transition for the kids, but I think that, I'm grateful I've been able to create a different life for them because although yeah. they still don't understand why they don't see and communicate with their dad as I feel they should, I've made them know that they're not lacking anything, right? you know, and I also don't want them to have any hard feelings or be angry. I just explained to them that it is what it is. Yeah. And we have to allow your dad to take his time. Yeah. You know, to figure it out. You grew up as a single child with just your mother. I did. And so did you carry a lot of that, any anger or hate in your heart for some time towards your dad that you're, because that's a big thing for me. I I have stepchildren that um, have an absent mother. And Mm. I say that if my only job here with you is to teach you not to carry hate as long as I did, then my job is done. Yeah. I think that for me, you know, there were, I remember specifically when my dad 
Because my parents divorced, but my dad lived in L.A., and so I saw him, like, every single week, right? Okay. And then when my dad moved to Florida, I remember that day. It was such a hard day. I mean, he... I was like, why, you know, why do you have mm-hmm. to go? I just couldn't understand. And, you know, now I know he had to go for work. Right. There weren't as many opportunities, but I think, you know, I wouldn't say that I was like super angry, but. Only moms, exactly where you want to be. That's the sound of wine in my glass and me drinking it guilt-free, knowing that it's low in sugar. I don't have to worry about how it's made or where it's made or if the people who made it care about me. I know they do because it was made by Mom Juice. This podcast is sponsored by Mom Juice. Use code ONLYMOMS to get 20% off all purchases at momjuicewine.com. Your low-sugar, gluten-free, and vegan solution to tasty wine without all the BS. Made by two women of color. Not only is Mom Juice delicious, but it's better for you than the alternatives. So grab a glass or 16 bottles today at momjuicewine.com. See you at the shop cart and cheers. I felt like, why can't you just be closer? I know you guys aren't mm-hmm. together, but don't make the family unit even more spread apart. Right. You know what I mean? Um, so that's a very real thing. And I think that's why I stayed in my marriage for so long, because I knew the pain of what it was like yeah. as a child to watch parents separate and even though my marriage was like abusive there was so much going on I was like I'm not getting divorced like I'm not putting my kids through this I'm gonna hold on I'm gonna hold on I'm gonna hold on and it got to just a final fight that we had I was like fuck this yeah I'm not doing it you know I'm not I know my kids will be all right Mm -hmm. I know they're gonna have to go through this divorce but at least they're younger than I was when I had to go through it. And I'm going to put them in a new situation. You know, my mom never got remarried. So once I got divorced, I was like, I'm going to make my goal to get another man. Oh, yes. Hello. (laughs) You're going to see me. You know? (laughs) (laughs) Up here and over there with someone else. You know, like, I'm going to make this my goal so that even though my void never got filled, right? Mm -hmm. I still am close with my dad. I love my dad. But I never had another father in the household ever yeah you know and so I thought okay since I didn't get to achieve never getting a divorce then what I will achieve is making sure my kids have a stepfather a good one and just an example of relationship and love yeah right exactly as women that's part of it right we will sit there red flags galore on all the plays all of them and (laughs) the referee is like put fed up with us and we stay in the game over time yeah we just be like no i'm gonna stick it out yeah yeah and i don't want that for my daughters no we both have two daughters and and of course the boys teaching them to be gentlemen and teaching them how to love and teaching them respect and and all that but you know, as women, I just don't want my daughters to do the same thing. No. And you know, one thing that was so special is when we had our wedding in Senegal, my, um, my middle daughter who's six now, and then our baby, you know, one of my twins, they were just so excited. And like, so my, my kids love to draw, they're always drawing. And so every few days they'll draw my wedding dress and like, they'll just draw, you know, what it was like to be at the wedding. And, um, my, my oldest son who really remembers the most about the divorce because Mm -hmm. he was the oldest, you know, he'll always say like, yeah, you know, they call my husband Papa Ibu because his name is Ibu. So they call him Papa Ibu. It's like, yeah, Papa Ibu loves you so much. Like he's a great husband. Like 
we're so lucky, you know, I get to have two dads and yeah. I know Poppy really loves me. And so I can see them healing. Yes. You know, I can see the Through love. I can really see it mm-hmm. like the wound that the divorce left. I see it like closing up and getting better every single day by just this new example. Yeah. Yeah, it really is. How did you and your new husband meet? Oh my gosh. Okay, I love telling this story. Okay. (laughs) So um, I was in Senegal because I'm half Senegalese. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so I visit a lot. Um, But after I started my business, the last time I had been to Senegal was actually 2012 when I got married the first time. Wow. Yeah, literally. So I went back in 2021 with my friends. They had never been to Africa. And I was like, you know what? I haven't been to Senegal in like almost 10 years. It's time. Yeah. So like, let me take you. So uh, we go, we're having all this fun, and it's actually just a few days before we leave. So we go and get on this boat. Like, they have these amazing boat rides that take you to this little island in Senegal. And so, you know, we're doing our thing, whatever, whatever. So we're leaving the island. It's time to get back. We almost missed the boat. And so we finally get on. And then we're on the bottom level. And I'm like, I don't know, guys. I just don't want to sit here. I'm like, let's go up to the top level. And mind you, I'm traveling with my two guy friends, like six, three guys. Like, these are my brothers. And so we go up to the top level and I'm like, yeah, this is better. So we go sit down and girl, I look to my left. I'm like, who is this fine yes. chocolate <laughs> smiling man? And so, you know, we see each other and I'm just, you know, coy. You know, what I I'm know you, we've got to act. Yeah, <laughs> you can't. We're too cool. Yeah, you can't be really giving indications. So um, he's listening to some music. There's like live performers on the boat and then I'm enjoying it. And so we just, you know, keep smiling. So then the boat arrives and he gets off the boat and I'm like, oh, well, he must be mm-hmm. either married or in a relationship because uh, why haven't I'm you here. talked to me? Yeah. Like, hello. Uh, um, hello. I pretty much told you I'm ready to be married. Exactly. I don't like, know I why gave you, you the eye. The- yeah. <laughs> you, you didn't see the wink. <laughs> I mean, so, so I'm just like, okay, well, obviously he's married. So I pretty much just brush it off and me and my friends go about our way. So girl, I'm getting off the boat and I'm just walking and girl, he is standing right there waiting for me. And he's like, you know, hi. He starts talking in French. I wanted to introduce myself. Like, how are you? What's your name? <sighs> Girl, I gave him my information, you know, told him my name, whatever. That was his birthday. That day wow. was his birthday. So he was like, yeah, today's my birthday. I would love to take you out to dinner with me. I'm like, oh, okay. As your birthday date. You know, I, I am come- your present. Because <laughs> period. Okay. So we go out that night and that was honestly two days before I flew back home. So, I mean, I really wasn't thinking like, you know, you don't right. know. It's, it was a nice day. He's a super amazing guy. So handsome. Just all the things. But yeah, he did not stop calling me. Oh. And then he proposed in August. And then we got married in December. So all within the span of a year. His birthday was January 6th. Wow. And we got married December 18th. But when you know, you know. When you know, you know. You just know. And and like we said, second marriage. Yeah. We already have a laundry list. Exactly. Like our conversations were different. It was very much like, what are you looking for? Okay, well, here's what I'm looking for. Like, where do you see yourself in five years? Okay, well, here's where I see myself. You know, and so you're able to just kind of cut through the noise and the BS. And it's like, look, are you trying to do this or not? Basically, mm-hmm. you know, because yep. I want you, girl. Yes. I'm like, okay, well, if you want me, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> Put a ring on it. Right, right. right. 
<laughs> I always tell my husband, like before we were married, I'm like, well, that sounds like something a wife would do. Yes, you I know? like that. I Sometimes you gotta nudge him a little Only bit. Only wives have babies. You know? Like, you know? <laughs> I need the ring. <laughs> exactly. So it was really so special. And I definitely feel like it was destiny because yeah. I often think like if I hadn't gone to Senegal, number yeah. one, but if I hadn't even just decided to go from the lower level deck to the top level deck, we would mm-hmm. not, I don't know that we would have met each other, Ever. you know? It, no, it, it is. Right? It forced you to cross paths. Yeah. Now, I don't know if the public knows this, but you did tell me that you are getting ready to move back to Senegal. I am. How long are you going to be yeah. back? Girls, so we are honestly going to do a year. I'm okay. going to do like a full school year. Okay, like so a the sabbatical. Kids, yeah, the kids will start school in September. And surprisingly, you know, when I went to school there as a young girl, there's an American school mm-hmm. um, because we have a really big U.S. embassy in Senegal. Yeah. And so now that school is just even bigger and better. So when I would visit back and forth, I really started to just do some research. And I'm like, you know, what would life look like yeah. if we just came here for a year, you know? Um, and ultimately, we decided it was a great decision. The kids will get that cultural experience. It, that is, you know, it's, it's incredible. The things that we can show our children, I know. you know, it, I just love that. Now, are they nervous? So they have mixed emotions. Of course. I think 90% though is excitement. Like they Mm -hmm. ask me every day, when are we going? My daughter's like, mom, I got my suitcase packed. She grabs her blanket. She's like, I got my two pairs of shoes, my blanket and some snacks. Mom, let's go. I'm I'm out. Let's go. Yeah. (laughs) That's all you need, honey. That is all you need. So they're really excited. And I think what makes them excited is knowing that we get to all experience this together as a family. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, kids are so resilient. They are. And they're so adaptable. You know, and as long as they have their parents with them, yep. I think they're always happy. You're doing you know? it at the perfect time now because you've got four, six, and nine, yeah, right? exactly. And I have teenagers. So once they get in high school, it they're changes. not wanting to leave their friends or they're already committed to sports. And you you also exactly. want to teach them about commitment, dedication, and team. And, exactly. And you're not walking away, right? So you're doing this at the perfect time. Yeah. Um, it's going to be an incredible experience I for know. your family. Uh, that's what I'm so excited about, you know? And I think, too, when I look at it financially, it is, you're able to live such a beautiful, luxurious life in Africa, but also out of the country. Yeah. And literally save like 75% of your income. Yeah. So I'm, I'm like, you know, that's another perk because yes. rent in LA is $7,000. Oh my And gosh. your girl is tired. Like, oh, I'm yeah. just done. I just need a break from it. Yes. So we'll be able to go and just live this other life and be able to, you know, it's only a four hour flight to Europe. And, you know, I just want to give them these experiences that I didn't have. Mm-hmm. And I think it'll really shape who they are in the next, you know, five, 10 years, you know? Do you think there's a chance you guys would stay? Girl, the funny thing is everybody keeps telling me that. I mean, it just- They're like, Ellie, you're not coming back. I'm like, yes, I am. No, you might not be. (laughs) (laughs) It's okay, we'll come visit you there. I know. The KT Winery team, Mom Juice, Mom Juice Plane. Please. Let's go. I feel like it could end up turning into a two-year trip, maybe. I don't know. But I'm going to be coming back every two months. And, you know, I really felt encouraged to do it because my business is online. Mm-hmm. I can pretty much work from anywhere. I have a really great team. Um, and my husband has businesses out there. So I'm like, well, let me just come to you. So that way you can keep doing what you're doing. And I can just work 
from wherever, you yeah. know? So it might be that I do a little more time and just keep coming back every couple months and just be an international mommy millionaire. I love it, <laughs> as you should. You know? Let's talk about Ellie as a wife in yeah. this in this phase, right? And it sounds like you mentioned your husband has some businesses. Yeah. You obviously are a boss. Um, I, my husband does his, right? There's a different dynamic when you're married to a boss. It's true. So, it's so true. how is Ellie as a wife? Girl, I feel like I'm a lot more mature than I was the first go round. Absolutely. And I also, <laughs> you know, oh yes, I also know myself a lot more. I'm honestly really grateful for the time that I took between, you know, the marriage, the the first marriage and divorce to now. And even though I got divorced in 2020 and remarried in 2022, so it's really only about two, almost three years, but I went to therapy, you know. Yeah. <laughs> so many people, just give it a try. Like, please. Mm -hmm. I think women, we have to realize a lot of us need therapy and we, we don't we don't think that we do, but we do. Yeah. It's a it's a it's a necessity especially when you come, you know, through a traumatic experience like divorce. Yes. Even first becoming a mother the first time. Like, yes. You need therapy. <laughs> traumatic. You know, I mean like you need to really assess and understand who are you right now and how are you going to become this next version? So, that time in therapy really allowed me to recognize that the divorce wasn't my fault. But I have to take accountability for the version of myself that I was that accepted for that to happen for so long mm -hmm. and the version of myself that I was that essentially chose that reality, mm -hmm. you know. So now I'm really intentional in my marriage with how do am I taking out my feelings on you? Right. Mm -hmm. And when because we're both busy, right? I recognize that I want a successful person. And so a successful person doesn't always have time. Right. And I can't take that personal. And and sometimes I'm needy. Like, right. <laughs> sometimes I need you to pay attention to I me. I need you to pay attention. Yes. So, But did you ever realize it's okay to say that? You know, and that's what I'm starting yeah. to see now. It's okay to be like, babe, I actually really need you right now like a hug or just some let's chat you know can we just like put the computers down for like 10 yeah. minutes you know and, and it's okay present. and it's okay it's part of that vulnerability and that soft life right yeah. that we have to come into ourselves into our feminine energy yeah you are married to a boss yeah but it's okay to not be bossy down here exactly and mm -hmm. I think that's so important I'm learning to turn it off yeah. You know, in my first marriage, I was like the sole provider. I was working all the time. It was so hard. So I was always in this go. You were grinding all the time. Yeah. I was just always in this go mode, go mode, go mode. And now I'm like, okay, I don't, I can still be a boss, but I don't have to bring that to the relationship. I don't have to bring that home. Right. You know, and I think that that's helping me to also discover the other side of like, it's okay for me to relax yeah. I don't have to be grinding 24 mm seven, -hmm. which I feel like I had been in a permanent state of just go, go, go because I was working to provide. Then I got divorced. Then it was on me again, you yep. know? So really having this marriage and this version of me that I'm creating as a wife, I can just rest. You can be spoiled. You can be spoiled. Right? And I think a lot of us need that. Yes. Women need to know that it's okay to just say, I, I can't do it. I need help. I need to rest. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I'm a little, I need, I'm a damsel in distress. My therapist had to tell me when I was, I was battling, you know, when we knew we were going to try to get pregnant again, yeah. um, I was battling 
the fact that I would have to take work off. Mm. And she was like, you know, you're a flower and he's a tree. Mm. And you're both growing and you're both outside. Yeah. You're a little prettier. He's a little more sturdy. Yeah. But let him be a tree, Mm. you know, and it's okay in that season. I love that. For him to be a tree and you to be a flower, a full blossoming flower. Right. And just rest in it. That Mm -hmm. is so good. I'm going to definitely have to like bank that one. Yeah. That's really good. I really like it. Now, has it been a hard mental transition to push yourself into the soft life? Yes. Yes. Because I do not like the feeling of being lazy. You know, I do not like the feeling of being unproductive. Mm -hmm. I still don't quite know. I'm still working on finding that balance between rest and knowing that it's okay without shaming myself of like, you didn't get enough done today, Mm -hmm. you know? Cause I think, and you can probably relate as high achieving women, Like I get a high off of getting that next thing done on the list, you know? So when I'm not getting that next thing done, it's weird, but you know, I'm realizing that maybe I can have a to-do list that is things that make me successful. And then another to-do list that is things that make me rest and be a good wife and just like be present, you know, Mm -hmm. and being present in like this journey and grateful for the fact that I have another chance at love, which is like so yes. amazing, you know, it is, it, it is. And, you know, we talk about that all the time. I talk about it with my husband about how lucky we are yeah. because so many people go through life and they stay in those first marriages where they were unhappy or they may just never find love or yeah. friendship in the ways that we have. And, um, to honor that and, yeah. and create space for it is, is hard. It is. Um, but you'll, you'll find your footing. I I, it's funny. One of my kids, it actually happened while I was pregnant. I just needed to sit down. Yeah. <laughs> and I did. I sat down on the couch and I just was sitting there with the dog and my just son resting. walked in and he's like, what are you doing? I know. Are you okay? And I was like, I think I'm relaxing. I think this is what's and, <laughs> and he was like, this is new. Yeah. And he sat down too. And then, you know, then our other, my other son came, he's like, you want to watch a show? I know. And I'm like, <laughs> that is yeah. so funny. And it was like two in the afternoon. You know, normally I, I tell the boys, I'm like, all right, I'll commit to a movie with you tonight. Or, or yes. we're committing to a series together because it keeps us bonding like while I'm traveling. Yes. Like, Did you watch season three kind of thing? But um, it, they're like, that's so it's good. It's o'clock. We don't yeah. know what's happening, but we'll sit here with but you. We'll sit here with Keep you. you having a mental breakdown. Right? Oh my gosh, that's so good. You know, I listened to this quote the other day. Um, And she said, or it said, you're currently living at least one of the prayers that you used to pray. Absolutely. You know, and I'm like, wow. And she was just, you know, reminding us to just sit in that. Yeah. You know, and like, you know. Multiple prayers. Multiple. And I'm like, wow. Because when I think back to my divorce, you know, starting over at my mom's house, Mm -hmm. getting that stimulus check, like, the things I'm able to do now were a dream. They were literally in my list of like goals. On your dream board. I know. And so when I think about that, I'm like, just be present. I think presence is so important. Mm -hmm. You know, we get anxiety when we think about the future and it's great to have goals, but I want to shift to thinking about it in a hopeful way and not in a, I need to achieve this. Otherwise I don't feel good about myself way, you know? And 
being hopeful for the future and hopeful for goals while still being very grateful and present for what is right now in this moment, you know? That's key. That is so key. Yeah. So I'm glad that you rested and relaxed I, with the dog and I watched did. the movie. I did. So <laughs> Taking we, it in. we talked a little bit about, you know, your transition becoming a new wife, yes. right? And what that chapter looks like for you and how you're going to fall into that role. Um, you know, Hi guys, I want to take a moment to tell you about a product that has helped me romanticize my everyday coffee, as if I really need it, right? But this clear glass tumbler from the Janet Gwen collection is just absolutely stunning. Every time I use it, it gives me that daily dose of dopamine because it's really that pretty. If you want to elevate your coffee, this clear glass tumbler might be exactly what you need. And the best part? By purchasing this tumbler, you're supporting another woman-owned small business. Right now, you can get 10% off of your order using the code ONLYMOMS. So go head over to JanetGwen.com. That's J-A-N-E-T-G-W-E-N.com to learn more about this amazing product. And don't forget to use code ONLYMOMS at checkout to get your special discount. How was it financially with that switch? Because yeah. you're extremely successful now. You're known for flipping the stimulus check. Yes. You know, so it wasn't always there. Did you have different financial barriers even once you became rich? Oh my you know, gosh. And, and yes. anxieties that you had to work through? Oh my gosh, so many. And I think that's such an important question because mm -hmm. people want to get rich, but they don't realize the mental shift that has to happen. It's crazy. It isn't like you have to become a different person. Yeah. And, you know, it's one thing to get rich. It's a different thing to stay rich. And yes. And then the rich to wealthy is. There's, yes. You know what I mean? <laughs> it's it's always a transition. I know when I made my first million, I was excited, but I was also terrified. Mm -hmm. Like I to see that money in my account, I was like, what? Yeah. I was afraid to touch it. I didn't want to spend it. I didn't want, I have, my husband's like, why do we need this all sitting here? And I'm like, because what if? And because like, what if? Yeah. And he's like, honey, what if is that's too much money for a what if? I know. I really had to, and that's why I'm so grateful I hired a financial planner. Yeah. That was, I think, still one of the best decisions I made at that time because I knew, luckily, I had the presence of mind to know I didn't want to go squander it. I also, when I made my first million, I was still living at my mom's house. I didn't move out and get my own apartment. I know until after I had made another million. And that wasn't because I was afraid, but I think I just wanted to really make sure that I had a plan mm -hmm. because it could have been so easy for me to go and get a super expensive car, a super expensive yep. apartment, just do all these things. And then where would my money actually go? You yeah. know? So hiring a financial planner was key. And then- there's a quote by him, I think it's Dale Carnegie, and he says, the first million is hard, but the second million is inevitable. And it's really about becoming the person that can keep doing it over and over yes. again. So I, one of the you know barriers I had to get past is realizing that investing in yourself, whether it's in networking or in a mentor in communities, it never goes to waste. Never. Because then you surround yourself with people who are also making you know millions mm -hmm. and then it becomes like a hobby you're like Ooh, oh right how much is. more can I achieve today oh you did you know five million okay like okay Great. I can do it you know if you can do it I can do it if We're you can do, do it, it I can do it yeah um so I think that that was key and on the relationship side on the marriage side 
you know, money is important in, in marriages. It is. Like, I, there's no way to get around it. I feel like it's important in relationships. You have to be able to talk about it. You have mm-hmm. to have goals. You have to also understand if one person does make more than the other or makes more in a different way, right? And understanding each other's spending habits and exactly. saving habits. And saving habits and being willing to say like, okay, well, here's what I'm willing to sacrifice for where I want us to go. And I also think, ladies, you have to get a prenup. Yeah. You just do, you know, especially if you are coming to a relationship with children it was a non-negotiable on our side. And it was also a non-negotiable for my husband. You know, he was like, I think we both need to do this. Even yeah. though I know we're going to be together forever. But truly, people bring emotion into prenups when mm-hmm. I think that it's you making a decision about your finances so that the court doesn't have to. Oh, yeah. You know? It's interesting because, you know, I, I have to go on so many business podcasts. I, I was a guest on yours and I'm, yes. I'm sure I probably mentioned all the time, like my business partner is, I'm also married to her. Yeah. Right. Like that is my wife. Yes. And <laughs> in any business partnership, you have an operating agreement. You do. And you can't do most things without it. You really so can't. Why would you not have a similar agreement in your marriage? Exactly. It just lays it out and then it becomes, you know, it's no longer the elephant in the room, mm-hmm. you know? It really lays it out and I think that there's this obsession, right? You've probably seen the clips on social media. You know, it's there's this obsession with women like, oh, I want a six-figure man. And, you know, if he can't pay all my bills and da 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 And it's like, I definitely get that. We all want a successful man, but something that I made myself present, you know, made myself aware of when I realized I wanted to get married again is it isn't so much how much this man is going to bring, how much money this man is mm-hmm. going to bring to the table, but is this person a person of character? Because you yeah. can spot a boss man even before he hits that big seven figures. Yes. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. We, uh, you mean, how many relationships it. have we been in for potential, girl? I mean, uh, we uh, see potential in. You a know, lot of things, you know, and a lot of things. So I'm like, you also have to make sure that you're not just looking for the material, the, yep. the material, but also like, does, is this person really coming to the table with something? Mm-hmm. Because you can find a man that has money and then he's not generous. He's not generous. He's not kind. He's manipulative. He's abusive. You know, he wants to control you with the money yep. and that's arrogant. what you want, you know? Yes. So many of them come with arrogance. Yeah. It's yeah. so key. How do you feel about like going into business with your husband? So I'm in business with my husband. Okay. Um, yeah. So it's a very interesting conversation. Um, we started going into business and doing investments together before we were married. Yeah. And a lot that. of people might think that it's a really risky take, but you know, we had an operating agreement in place. Mm-hmm. Um, he trusted me and I trust him. And we knew that if for whatever reason something happened with our relationship, we both know in our hearts that each other are very savvy and great business people. And we know what the hell's going on. Yeah. And so I always would joke with him and I'm like, well, we can't get divorced now because your new wife wouldn't hate me as your business partner. Oh, yes, She would not be okay with this. You can't get rid of me now. Oh my God, I love that. Um, So we joke, but I feel great about it. Now, are there moments where 
we had to relearn how to communicate on the business side of things. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, I'm the kind of person that I'm in your face. If there's a problem, I walk right, right, right out of my office, down those stairs and into <laughs> his office. So we're both working from home and I'm like, I need an attorney right now. And yes. he's like, I have a call in two minutes that I'm presenting to 500 people globally. You need to go figure wait, it out. Wait. Like get in line, you know, <laughs> like I understand you're my wife, but that does not move you to the front of the line for no reason. Yes. You know, this is not a hot topic. Right? Come on. Oh my God. <laughs> so I love that. I had to learn. Um, and, and we teach each other things. It is truly, um, a stimulant for us. It, yeah. it turns us on. It gets us going. We yes. love it. So it doesn't feel like work. Yeah. We same. love to teach each other things. I think that's so fun. I love, you know, my husband and I haven't started a full business yet together, but, but it's also only been six months, you know, but we have a plan to. Yeah. Um, and I'm really excited about that because I think you learn a lot about a person when you are working with them mm-hmm. and it allows you to build a deeper sense of trust. And it also is going to really help us know when to turn on the work and when to turn it off yes you know like right Mm -hmm. now you're my husband tomorrow you're my business partner exactly (laughs) oh yeah you know so that's really awesome it also keeps you guys aligned with the same goals yeah which is really important in a marriage it's so important Mm -hmm. and I'm not saying that everyone should do it yeah because I do think there are a handful of people that that could sink your marriage right It, it might not be the thing um you have to be like a type of person that can do it, that wants to do it. Mm -hmm. And I think it goes back to kind of what we were talking about earlier, but entrepreneurship may not be for everyone. Oh no. You know, like you've got to know, are you able to really run through the trenches? Cause it takes a lot of tenacity, a lot of courage, Yes, different things than having um, a nine to five. A lot of sacrifice. And even if you're in a nine to five and you're a very high level nine to fiver, right? Which really isn't nine to five if you're at that level in some kind of C-suite capacity, but um, you have to be willing to do the things that, that regular people won't. Exactly. Exactly. You have to build different kinds of habits. Mm -hmm. And I think that's another part of what I've learned in this journey of, you know, making millions is my mindset has to support my bank account. You know what I'm yes. saying? Like I cannot go into spaces of negative self-talk, even no. though it happens, but you can't stay there. Oh no, we it's, don't have, I don't have time. Because it can literally, it deters your productivity. Yep. It makes your day worse. And my husband, he's so great because he'll really champion me. He'll be like, have you forgotten who you are today? Like, oh yeah, girl. My husband is get up. biggest cheerleader. <laughs> yes biggest and cheerleader we need that you we know, do we deserve it you need it you need someone who can remind you who you are mm-hmm. and put you back on track without yeah. making you feel worse you know I mean I know I wake up a bad bitch every day but, oh, some, yes. but sometimes that. you stumble and there they are and there they are yeah we stumble but we never fall never honey. fall listen it's just a little trip okay? right right but my ne- heel just shifted you know that's it okay. the, the, right it just took a little tumble oh we're good yeah I love that so I want to chat a bit about you know we talked about the transition with the move with the kids you went to an all-girls school I did yeah do your children go to 
specific gender schools? No. So right now they're at, um, we live in Culver City. Okay. And so they go to a really good school in Culver City. But you know what? I am honestly thinking about putting my girls at the same school that I went to. Wow. I really am. I'm on the alumni board for the school that I graduated from. Okay. Um, and I, I loved it. You know, at the time, yeah. going through it in high school, I was like, ugh. This is an all-girls school. This sucks. But right. going through adulthood and when I think about the fact that I'm able to start a business now and have confidence in myself, I really believe it started from being in that all-girl environment. Wow. Yeah, and seeing other girls do amazing things. Mm -hmm. I really, I think I want my daughters to have that, you know? I'm not 100% sure, but... I feel like that single sex education has some real benefits for especially women, right? Mm -hmm. Boys can be confident and grow confidence in right. any environment, but I think girls, we need that extra boost yeah. to really be able to go out and show up and like you said, wake up like a bad bitch and no, I can do this. Do you feel like with it being all girls, it gave you an opportunity to truly champion women because you're not competing against each other for men, it, which is something that we did in high school, right? I know. Like something, it's so small and, and petty, but like, you know, it was one <laughs> of the first competitions. Like, it was. oh yeah, well, who's this and who, what groups are you in? I'm sure there's still groups, but. You know, and that's, I really do feel like I fell in love with women mm -hmm. through that experience. I have a different understanding of what it means to be a woman. I have, I almost want to say a soft spot for women, yeah. you know, even in my, you know, with my following, I get DMs from men all the time. Like, can I take this class even though I'm a man? Mm -hmm. And I'm like, yeah, I mean, you of, know, course of course you can. can. But like, just know I'm going to be saying, hey, sis, hey, girl, all throughout the class, because I really feel like and one of the, you know, the biggest mission of my company is if we can create wealthier women and moms mm -hmm. and we can create wealthier families and then we can create wealthier communities. And when you really develop women and develop mothers, so many things can change. You know, when we, we need a cheers to that one. We need Yes. Well, you got your glass girl. Cheers. It all cheers. starts with a woman. It, it all sure starts does. with a mother. You know, and it's like, if we can harness that power, look how much changes, look how much changes. So I definitely think my like obsession with women started in school. I didn't realize it, yeah, but it definitely showed up later for sure. You know? Well, I like that. I think that a lot of the moms that listen, you know, we talk education all the time. Are we sending to, to preschool? Are we doing private? Are we doing not private school? Right. Like what does that look like? Private to public. And then of yeah. course the, the, the all girls I know, school, the, yeah. the all boys school. I mean, there's so many things there's to, so to many look things. into. So I really like that viewpoint. Yeah. And I think that's powerful. It really is. And when I look at my peers who, you know, we graduated together they're all doing great things. And not all of them are entrepreneurs, but mm -hmm. they have a sense of self. Yeah. And I think that, you know, when we think about, when I think about who I was when I got into my first relationship, I don't think that my sense of self had really developed yet, which is probably what led me on that path. Mm -hmm. So I think that when we can really cultivate confidence and a sense of self in a woman, it changes the type of decisions she makes. We know that women yep. are better investors. We yes, know that we women are. are better CEOs. Like, I mean, these are all just facts. So if we really develop that even more, then look what's possible. But you know something I have thought about, girl? I've really thought about, like, homeschooling. 
I have considered it one time. I know. I'm like, it's been, I don't know if I'm watching all these videos on TikTok, but I'm like, what could that look like? I'll bring someone on and talk about homeschooling. You'll okay. have to listen. I'm going to listen in. Do you have the time? I think is the biggest question. That was my question for myself. I would love to do it, but do I have the time? And then yeah, am I able to truly give them? Because I mean, look, girl, True. my twins are in high school and they bring home some homework. But I'm like, <laughs> you know how much we pay for this private school? You need to go ask your teacher. Yeah, I'm like, I don't know what this Where's is. Where's the tutor? Where is the tutor? Because I can't is, help you. I can't. <laughs> <laughs> now we're at the act prep oh no 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 those days are long behind i me. know i know it was wonderful having you so amazing. one of the things that we do to close out our show is we talk about our mom juice moment and we cheers to that so it could mm. be something that you cried about then laughed about later your kids explosive diapers who knows but I would love to hear your mom juice moment oh my goodness my mom juice moment there there are probably so many with kids um I think one of my mom juice moments when I got divorced moved back home I started a lemonade business with my kids wonderful I know so it's called rainbow lemonade and we used to go and buy kool-aid packs at the store and just like make literally all these different color lemonade flavors with the kool-aid it was so so cute. cute so you know when I go through my phone I just like have these pictures of them you know giving people their lemonade and learning customer service and like that's a good mom juice moment uh cheers to that cheers to that you know what i'm saying rainbow lemonade i need you to bring some lemonade yes it was wonderful having you on so good you're an inspiration thank you thank you for sharing all the things it was an absolute pleasure to dive into know, the other so side good. of Ellie. It was nice to talk about everything else but business. I know. Yeah. <laughs> Let our listeners know where to find you. Oh my gosh. So you guys, please stay connected with me at Ellie Talks Money on all platforms and go ahead and follow Ellie Talks Life as well. That's my my other page where I'm diving more into life, motherhood, you know, all the other things. So I'm excited to connect with you guys. I hope that the takeaway is everyone's going to go get a therapist and a, and a financial advisor (laughs) top two things you need period don't don't leave the house without it okay (laughs) cheers ellie cheers love and that concludes our show don't forget to rate review and subscribe to this podcast anywhere podcasts can be found also follow us on instagram at only moms pod or visit us at only moms podcast.com to see show notes, grab a link, or grab a bottle. Thanks for listening. We'll see you soon. Cheers.